0: What is up guys, welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast And you know what, today, like I'm I'm gonna start off by apologizing for being gone for so long Because it's it, There's been a lot of shit going on A lot of craziness in my life at the moment uh, Girlfriend finally moved in, yeah, Kristen lives here now So that's pretty fucking awesome And like, it's just been crazy, man And since she's been looking for a new job out here The one thing I figured I'd talk to you guys about today Is drug tests, alright Now, I'm not going to be some kind of, like, hypocrite and say that, like, oh, I've never cheated on a drug test, because I definitely have. I got lucky, though, okay? Not, Not everybody gets lucky. Not everybody gets away with being drug tested, because if you're, like, even if you take, like, a hit of your friends, like, one hitter, three or four nights before you have to take a drug test, if it's a mouth swab, it's, what, at least, like, six days for, like, a heavy to medium smoker, like, a week and a half to two weeks for someone that's, like, constantly smoking all the time and it's only like a couple days for somebody that only smokes every once in a while but if you smoke that night you have a drug test the next day for one if it's a surprise drug test you're fucked if it's a drug test you knew was coming you should have prepared for it and you shouldn't have smoked like that's just that's bottom line like that's just what it should be so today I'm gonna read you guys a cool article from it's called workplace safety screenings and it's drug testing myths busted excuse me Let me kick it off with a hit off of this pen. Yeah, just smoking a regular cart today. Don't have my, uh... Well, I have my stizzy, but I realized this morning my cart was empty and I forgot to go get more. But alright. There are a lot of plenty of people in businesses claiming to know the secret to passing a drug test. But is there any truth to the claim? You know... I've heard a lot of people say that there's different ways to pass a drug test. The one that I always went with was... If you know you're going to start looking for a job or you're going to be applying for jobs, you're trying to get in, like, I don't know, like, the military or anything like that, take, like, two weeks to, like, a month. And drink nothing but water and cranberry juice. Like, obscene amounts of cranberry juice. Because when I found out that I had to take a drug test to pass for, like, a promotion at work a few years back, I discovered that, well, it's t- one, they told me, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a couple months before I got the promotion that I got the promotion and that I was getting moved up to a different store. But in order to take the management position in this company, I had to pass a drug test. Dr. Pepper SMR. <clears throat> but anyway, so I show up, I take the drug test, I pass it. The secret to that was drink shitloads of water and cranberry juice. Like I mean like to the point that like my stomach was hurting. Wasn't smoking during this period of time. And was just drinking, like, a shitload of also, like, Arizona the half-and-half Arnold Palmer teas. Anything that, like, literally would make me piss like a racehorse. Like, I was just chugging it left and right. Like, I was had a big-ass gallon jug of something. And I, I'm not gonna say it's gonna work for everybody. I'm not gonna say it's a guaranteed win. But it worked for me. I passed the drug test. Like... And it, it just it just worked out great. And on this... this Back to this article before I start rambling... Because my high ass does that. We all know. Myth number one. All drug tests are urine tests. False. False, 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 false. There's also hair tests and mouth swabs. Uh, blood tests apparently too are on here. But like... I, I had a hair test when I worked at the casino. When I lived over in Arizona. And they told me that... In order to get the job I had to pass the hair follicle test... And I was like, well, fuck. Like, I was smoking weed for years, like, living with my old roommates before I moved. And I was like, holy shit, how the fuck am I going to get this job? So I, I shaved my head. I shaved my head because I guess, like, somebody told me that, like, oh, well, if you haven't shaved, if you haven't smoked weed, and if you haven't shaved, if you haven't smoked weed in a few weeks, like, the only the end of your hair will have the THC in it because I guess it gets transferred when you smoke weed. I don't know the facts behind this, by the way. Uh, Google it, if you're looking for the real information. I'm just some stoner on the internet, and I admit it. But I passed that one, too, because they couldn't do the hair follicles test because there was nothing in my hair, and I wasn't smoking weed at this point in time, so they did the swab test, and I passed it. So it was great. The screen test for the five most commonly abused substances. THC, cocaine, methamphetamines, amphetamines, opiates, and PCP. Okay, alright. Yeah, true. THC, I don't think THC... Should be on the same list as opiates and PCP. That's just me because, look, I got some right here. Like, here's the cart. Like, completely fucking legal. I can walk down the street to a dispensary and buy it and walk home with it in my pocket. There's not really a jack shit somebody can do. I mean, a cop could pull me over and be like, Oh, what's that in your pocket? It's a weed cart. Oh, well, are you 21? Yes. Is it open? No. And like I've said before, if they ask you to open up your little proof bags and shit... Don't open it. Once you open it, or they ask you to open a jar so they can see it, it's considered an open container, and that's how I've seen a couple, I heard stories of a couple of friends back in L.A. get tickets. Like, a couple of buddies in L.A. and a couple of buddies out here, too, actually, because the second that you open that jar, and you put it back in your car, and you leave, it's like guaranteed that, like, that cop won't pull you over, but another cop will pull you over, because they'll radio it in and be like, hey, this guy's got weed on him, he just opened his jar, it's an open container, or some shit like that. And a second cop pulled up and pulled him over, and then he got, like, a ticket for possession and open container. They took his weed. Like, come on, It's, it's, it's really not that big a deal. I get it. Cops have to make quotas, although technically quotas don't exist. I know, we've all heard the jokes. But let's admit it. If cops aren't giving out enough tickets, they get bitched at. They get told they're not doing their jobs. Sorry you just happen to work in a safe area and are doing your job so well, there's no crime. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Shit's always sketchy. Like, I can go down the street to the store and buy this, but yet they're gonna drug test me to work at a fucking... Well, I didn't get drug tested at the gas station, actually. But they're literally gonna tell you that if you have any THC in your system that you can't fucking work at, like, I don't know, an Albertsons. I have seen so many people and worked with people at grocery stores and thrift shops and multiple places where I've had jobs. There was always, like, at least, like, two or three fucking potheads that work everywhere. Especially here in California. And, myth number two. Drinking a lot of water will help you pass a urine test. Water cannot erase the presence of a drug in your of a drug in your urine. Well, you know... I- I don't know, man. Like, it even says on here for urine sample appears to be diluted. I- I don't know if that's even true, because like, like I said, my method where I got one of my jobs was drinking a shitload of water and cranberry juice over the course of like a two-week time period. And it worked great for me. Like, I'm, By the way, guys, just a disclaimer for this episode. I am not encouraging you to try to pass drug tests, or to lie to your future bosses, or to be like, oh, well, I don't know how that got in my system. If you're going to smoke, and you're going to do drugs, it comes with a cost. One of those costs is, like, there's a lot of government jobs that you can't get because, you know, while weed may be state legal in several states, I don't believe it's completely federally legal yet. Matter of fact, you can quote me on that because I'm like a thousand percent sure it's not. It's weed's not legal to the point that it's like alcohol and cigarettes. Where I can walk down the street and have a cigarette. By the way, guys, don't smoke cigarettes. Or I can go into like literally my AMPM gas station and buy like an entire case of beer. Like it's completely different. Weed, it's it's limited how much of it you can buy at one given time. It's there's just there's so many like How much you can have in your home, how much you can have in your car, how much you can have in your pocket, how much you can get caught with on the street if you are smoking in public. Like, There's all sorts of different things that go on with it, even though, in my opinion, weed is like a shitload safer than alcohol. And the most dangerous thing I've ever seen a stoner do is leave his Xbox controller in a freezer. True story. Or drive high. Some people like to drive high, and that just kind of like... The people that are good at driving high are good at driving high. But there's some people that get high and try to drive it and it's like, okay, I'm getting out of the car now. Like, there's just... there, there's, there's a lot that goes on in that thought process as to, like, why you should or shouldn't do certain things. And honestly, you shouldn't drive while well under the influence of anything. Even, like, too much caffeine is bad for you. Just stop and sleep. Like, pull over off the side of the road or some shit and, like, just lock your doors... Park underneath a tree like the cops do and just take a nap. Like, there, there is nothing illegal about taking a fucking nap. Unless you're, like, outside of business and then it's considered loitering. Like, get, like, a cheap hotel. Even if you don't really need the room for, like, the entire day. Just be like, oh, hey, like, rent the room. Oh, sorry. Pretty tired, guys. Been up since, like, 5 a.m. And, like, you know, if you're going to rent the room, like, take a night sleep. If you're on a long, like, cross-country road trip. Don't try to do it all in one shot. Is it possible? Probably. Is it recommended? Fuck no. Like, you gotta take it easy sometimes. You gotta- you gotta stop and nap. Stop and, like, hang a hammock up on a tree or something and just curl up in it for a couple hours. Like, there's so many things- there's so many options. Like, just don't hurt yourselves and don't, like, hurt anybody else in the process. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Myth number three. Exposure to secondhand marijuana smoke can cause a positive test result. Yeah, I don't think that works because, like, they've done. This is a little bit older of an article, but I know there's been research done that says when you inhale marijuana smoke, you absorb the THC like super quick. Like, you don't even need to hold it in for more than a couple seconds. Maybe I know some people that are like, "Oh, hold it in, you'll get higher." No, you're getting lightheaded like i guess i guess the thc absorbs faster into your bloodstream than like most other things most other chemicals like and it's like you know i don't under- i don't understand man like if you're having secondhand smoke blown at you unless you're doing it like some motherfuckers do where they put a bowl on the back they make like a tin foil bowl and put it on the back end of a hair dryer pack it full of like d- ditch weed brick weed and just light it and like smoke out an entire room so that all you can breathe in is thc I don't know if that counts as secondhand smoke, but, like, you know what I mean? You you hotbox the living fuck out of a car or something, and you're not smoking, but you're inhaling it. Yeah, I guess you would get some of it in your system, but I don't think that it's, like... Like, I mean, after somebody inhales it and then blows it at you, like, I don't know if that would get you high. I mean, you might get secondhand or some shit like that, but shit happens. Working out cleanses your body of drugs. I actually know that this one is bullshit. Because if you smoke or you do certain kinds of drugs, it gets stored in the fatty acids of your belly and stuff. And when you work out, it actually breaks down those chemicals and releases some of it back into your system. So if you're smoking weed, you're not going to get high from the THC that's stored in your belly fat. But like... Don't try it. Please, for the love of fucking God, don't try that. Don't go get lipo and then try to take dabs of your belly fat. But, like, there is, um, there is some of it that gets stored in your fat. So the more you work out, the more you break down the fat, the more of that you actually have in your system. So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, drug tests, man, like, there's a million ways to do it. Like, the easiest way is probably get fake pee. If it's a piss test, get fake pee. If it's a hair test, you're fucked. If it's a mouth swab and you just smoked the other day, you're fucked. But anyways, guys, I'm pretty stoned. I'm pretty tired. I know this is the comeback episode after like 11 days of absence, and I apologize. Definitely we'll be uploading more. But um, again, just some family stuff, some life stuff, some stuff's changing. For the better, I promise. But anyways, guys, I will catch all of you on the next episode of the Stone of Thoughts podcast. You guys have a good day. Stay high, stay lifted, and stay awesome. Later.